This week's blog is titled Retirement Planning for Doctors, How Much Money Do I Need to Retire? Written by Corey Janoff. While working through the retirement planning process for doctors, the question, how much do I need to retire, comes up quite frequently, and my answer is almost always the same. It depends. To no surprise, that's actually my favorite answer to almost any financial planning question. There's no one-size-fits-all approach when it comes to retirement planning for doctors. Each person is unique and has a different set of goals, lifestyle, etc. That being said, there are some general guidelines that doctors can follow to know what to shoot for when it comes to retirement planning. Let's dive in. First steps, project expenses in retirement. First things first, it will be helpful to project a rough idea of what your desired lifestyle and expenses will be like in retirement. It's the most important piece to determining how much money you need to retire as a doctor. Expenses will change over time. Changes in expenses over time. Early in retirement, assuming you are healthy and able, you will likely spend more money on travel and entertainment. As you age, traveling and going out of the house in general will become more cumbersome, so naturally some of your expenses will decrease. Towards the end, assisted living costs could be a huge expense, so planning for those is helpful. Some of the obvious expenses are going to be housing costs, food, utilities, transportation, insurances, entertainment, travel, and possibly gifts or charity. Don't forget taxes. Any money withdrawn from pre-tax retirement accounts is taxed as ordinary income. Investment earnings are taxed at capital gains tax rates. And even if you own your home outright, you will still owe property taxes on your house each year. Depending on the path you are on, you may have some debt payments present, mortgage being the most likely one. It's also smart to factor in a buffer for unexpected expenses. Most doctors want to live a similar lifestyle in retirement to the lifestyle they grow accustomed to living while working. If you fall into that camp, you can probably take all of your current expenses and cross off a few that hopefully won't be present in retirement. Expenses that may be eliminated in retirement. Some of the big expenses that will likely be gone or should be gone by retirement are your mortgage, student loan payments, child care expenses, including school tuition payments, disability insurance premiums. You no longer need to protect your income if you're retired. This could be upwards of $1,000 a month for some doctors. For some of you, these expenses could amount to over half of your current monthly expenditures. Some of the existing expenses may be replaced with increased travel and fun in retirement. Those green fees can start to add up. If you plan to retire before age 65, you'll need to pay for private health insurance out of pocket until Medicare kicks in, which won't be cheap, probably at least $1,000 a month for a couple, if not per person. Do not overanalyze when projecting expenses. We don't want to overcomplicate things, though. We need to analyze year by year what your anticipated expenses will be under evolving circumstances. Excuse me, no need to analyze year by year what your anticipated expenses will be under evolving circumstances. We want to make this as simple as possible. Therefore, add up all the expenses you anticipate having in today dollars, and that's what we'll base our projections on. 
financial planning for retirement is a giant guessing game, so don't worry about precision for this exercise. There are so many variables that are constantly changing, it is impossible to make precise projections. If we're trying to get a ballpark estimate, we're not worried about decimal places. We can refine things after we have a rough idea of where we want to go. As a surgeon, you don't start with a scalpel. You start with a Sharpie and mark the area where you'll be operating. The rule of 25. The simplest retirement rule of thumb I have come across is the rule of 25. Take your annual spending number that you estimated earlier and multiply that by 25. As a doctor, that's how much you'll likely need in order to achieve financial independence and potentially retire. This, of course, doesn't guarantee your money will last forever. However, if you run a bunch of simulations, more times than not, the money will last longer than you will. If you're retiring in your 30s or 40s, maybe you want more than 25 times your annual spending to play it safe. In your 50s or 60s, though, you're probably in good shape. Do not forget about inflation. One caveat to this is inflation. If you're 35 years old today, cost of living is likely going to double by the time you turn 60. If you estimate you need 150,000 per year in today dollars to support your lifestyle, in retirement, you will need 300,000 per year when you're 60 years old to provide that same lifestyle. That means the 3.75 million in today dollars you need to be financially independent 150,000 times 25 equals 3.75 million. Will really be $7.5 million if you're aiming to retire at 60 and cost of living doubles with inflation. If you're 35 now and want to live on 300,000 per year in today dollars in retirement, you will likely need to accumulate 15 million 25 years from now in order to retire at age 60. Easy math. Where are you at now? Some doctors reading this may be close to their target retirement savings number already. Other physicians may be feeling a, a pit in their stomach at this moment. If you're the latter, it's important to remember that you need to sacrifice for what you want in life. You put a lot of hard work and make sacrifices to become a doctor. You also need to put in some hard work and make sacrifices if you want to be financially independent one day. I put together a table of retirement savings targets by age to give people an idea of where they should be at various stages in life. The path to, finish the, to the finish line is not linear. Visit our website to see the table in this blog post. Devise a retirement strategy. Many doctors don't even start their first real job until they're over the age of 30. That is why it is imperative to make saving for your future a priority early. I have coached physicians to invest at least 20% of their gross income for retirement. If you're getting a later start and don't start saving until closer to the age of 40, that percentage should be more like 25% or greater. If you can get in that habit, that should put you on a healthy track to be able to retire by your mid-60s and live a comfortable life in retirement similar to the lifestyle you grew accustomed to living while working. No guarantees, of course. Obviously, the more you save, the greater the probability of success. Not everyone wants to retire in their mid-60s, so the percentages and rule of thumb must be adjusted for each individual. Are you saving enough? In our podcast interview with Physician on Fire, 
he recommends investing half of your take-home pay to get on a fast track to financial independence. If you can do that from the start, you have a good chance of becoming financially independent within about 15 years of entering practice. Retirement plans for doctors. At a minimum, physicians should be maxing out the available tax advantage retirement plans available to them. Therefore, you need to make sure you are saving enough to reach your goals. There are numerous retirement plans for doctors, yet not all doctors will have access to all of them. Most physicians will have access to a pre-tax retirement plan through their employer or can establish one themselves if self-employed, such as a 401k or 403b. A backdoor Roth IRA is also a viable option for most doctors and their spouse, although it can create some tax headaches if certain rules aren't followed. Beyond that, the options for investing are wide open. You will need to save more in addition to those two accounts if you want to have enough money to retire one day. The specific accounts utilized and the specific investments within the accounts matter far less than the amount saved on an ongoing basis. The amount you save and the discipline to stick with a consistent strategy over time will have a much greater impact on your long-term results. Take action. As mentioned, the best thing you can do to set yourself up for retirement is to simply save and save more if you want to be on a faster track. For a lot of people, this takes someone to hold them accountable and keep and help with retirement planning. This is a lot like meeting your fitness goals. It's a lot easier when you have a trainer to keep an eye on your every step of the way. If you feel like talking to a professional about your financial plan, budget, retirement savings accounts, or anything else you have questions on that would be helpful, please reach out to us and we would be glad to touch on these items as it relates to your specific circumstances. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Inc., a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA, SIPC. Finity Group and Cambridge are not affiliated.